Hey Cravers, welcome to Broken Things Welcome Here podcast. I'm your host Leah. It is early. I am without my microphone and everyone else in the house is asleep right now. So I wanted to hop on here and share a few book recommendations that I feel like are really good if you are grieving or if you know someone who is grieving, um, especially with a child. I don't do a lot of or haven't done any recommendations thus far, but I feel like books are one of those things that I can definitely get on board with because I've um, read a lot of books on grief. And um, so yeah, grab a cup of coffee or tea and let's get started. So we'll start with children's books only because I only have two recommendations right now. They are both super fantastic at not only explaining what grief feels like from a child's perspective, but also um, doing some explaining about death in and of itself. And so one of those books is When Dinosaurs Die. Um, and the other book is The Girl with Her Heart in a Bottle. Both of these books you can find on Amazon. They're fairly inexpensive. I'm not sure of the author um, of either of those works, but they are both beautiful books. Um, lots of descriptive colors, um, lots of pictures, and uh, definitely are an easy read for you and a child. Um, and definitely something to have on your shelf if you are a griever or you know someone who is grieving, definitely would be a great, um, book to gift someone. They're just beautiful books in general. And so definitely highly recommend them, especially for grievers with kids. Some of my personal favorites, um, for adult works on grief would be obviously on grief and grieving Elizabeth Keebler-Ross and David Kessler. Um, This is just a solid book in general and although all of the concepts um, are not fully up to date, um, definitely can find some good stuff in here. Another really good book um, that's a little bit meaty to read but worth it if you have the time is um, C.S. Lewis, a, a Grief Observed. It is just really good. He wrote it after he lost his wife. Um, and he just, if you know C.S. Lewis, he just has a way with words and, um, his ability to sort of describe his own work with grief, um, is really impactful and definitely worth a read for sure. If you are someone that works with grievers, The Other Side of Sadness um, by George Bananan is excellent. Um, That is a little bit more scientific, a little bit more clinical, um, but no less fascinating and no less has a lot of good information on grief and what's helpful, what's not. Um, 
he does a lot of work surveying people and um, kind of asking actual grievers what their experience has been. I find that to be really helpful. So definitely um, would recommend that if you work clinically with grief in any capacity, or even if you're just looking to find out a little bit more about grief in a clinical scientific sense, definitely the other side of sadness, what the new science of bereavement tells us about life after loss by George Bananan is definitely worth a read. The final book recommendation I have is a little obscure. It's called The Book of Qualities, and it is a fantastic read. Um, it's by Ruth Gendler, and she takes 74 qualities and breaks them down into written form, which is great. She includes grief in there, um, but she also includes fear and courage, which I feel like are also um, so interconnected with grief. And so I'm going to read a quick excerpt from um, fear and from courage. Fear has a large shadow, but he himself is quite small. He has a vivid imagination. He composes horror music in the middle of the night. He is not very social, and he keeps to himself at political meetings. His past is a mystery. He warned us not to talk to each other about him, adding that there is nowhere any of us could go where he wouldn't hear us. We were quiet. When we began to talk to each other, he changed. His manners started to seem pompous, and his snarling voice sounded rehearsed. Two dragons guard Fear's mansion. One is ceramic and Chinese. The other is real. If you make it past the dragons and speak to him close up, it is amazing to see how fragile he is. He will try and tell you stories. Be aware. He is a master of disguise and illusions. Fear almost convinced me that he was a puppet maker and I was a marionette. Speak out boldly. Look him in the eye. Startle him. Don't give up. Win his respect and he will never bother you with small matters. So that's from the fear quality in the Book of Qualities book. I just really enjoy that. I feel like it's so um, well written about what fear actually feels like. And if you know grief, then you definitely know fear as well. So this is from the courage quality in her book. And I will end with this excerpt from it. Courage has roots. She sleeps on a futon on the floor and lives close to the ground. Courage looks you straight in the eye. She is not impressed with power trippers, and she knows first aid. Courage is not afraid to weep, and she is not afraid to pray, even when she is not sure who she is praying to. When courage walks, it is clear that she has made the journey from loneliness to solitude. The people who told me she is stern were not lying. They just forgot to mention that she is also kind. I just love the way that Ruth works with words here. Um, again, I feel like it's such a good description of if courage was a person, um, what that person might be like. 
Um, so that is my final book recommendation, guys. Book of Qualities by Ruth Gendler. A little bit of an obscure book, but no less absolutely worth the read. Um, she covers fear, courage, anxiety, whimsy, pleasure, grief, um, all of the heavy hitters. And yeah, it's definitely worth I don't know, seven or eight dollars on Amazon. So go pick that up if you have the time to do it. I hope that you have enjoyed this quick installment of the podcast and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.